You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans, and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and the Himalaya Podcasting app. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Friday, wrapping up a week's worth of podcasts, and we've covered a lot of ground. We've got to cover a little bit more. We are going to talk about what Kendrick Perkins said about former general manager Dell Demps. We're going to take a look at the all-NBA teams and kind of what it means around the league. You had some Pelicans, plural, getting votes in that. And then we've got to take a quick look at Zion Williamson and Clutch Sports and the potential for them um, to be working together in the future and what that might mean for the Pelicans going forward. So let's dive into everything in the Friday edition of Locked on Pels. So before we get to Kendrick Perkins and the comments he made, today's show is brought to you by Grip6 Belts. Grip6, where their goal is to literally make the best belt that's ever been made. I actually wore one to work yesterday. Grip6 is an easy, thoughtful gift for dads, brothers, husbands, uncles, grandpas, even moms and wives with their women's collection. They're ultra lightweight with no holes, no flaps, and it carries a low profile with the buckle laying flat against the waist. It just makes them super comfortable. They're all interchangeable, giving you plenty of options. You're always going to be matching, looking stylish. They look good at the office. They look good with shorts, out at the park, wherever. Grip6 is the way to go. Grip6 also has a special offer for you over at Grip6. 6.com slash L-O-C-K-E. That's G-R-I-P, the number six, dot com slash L-O-C-K-E. So former Pelican Kendrick Perkins was on the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast the other day talking about all things NBA and was asked a question about poorly run teams in reference to the Lakers because that is a team that currently right now is incredibly poorly run. And they asked if he had ever been a part of anything that bad before. And he said... No, you know, when he was with the Celtics, it was a great organization. When he was with Oklahoma City, it was a great organization. When he was with the Cleveland Cavaliers, he really liked it and had wonderful things to say about the uh, uh, team under, now, Pelicans Vice President of Basketball Operations, David Griffin. But he did then kind of walk it back and mention that he the he was with the Pelicans and had some choice things to say about general manager Dell Depps. He was with the team during the 2015-2016 season um, before being injured and not really doing much of anything, but it was kind of just a guy to have on the bench, someone who's supposedly a very good locker room presence. But I don't know if he liked his tenure here, and I'm going to read you some of the things that he said. Quote, the Pelicans ran by Dell Demps. I hated it. And I hated it because Dell Demps is a liar. Perkins goes on to say that he does, or quote, I don't wish bad on anybody, but that's one guy that it made my day when he got fired. Wow. That, so that's incredibly harsh. And it's not saying anything about him being a bad GM or making the wrong moves or bad moves, anything like that. It has more to do with him 
as a person and clearly them not having a great relationship. And this echoes things I've heard in the past about general manager, former general manager Dell Demps. I don't think there's really anyone out there who would really, really go to bat for him. And it doesn't sound like he was the greatest relationship builder, let's say, around the league. I've heard this from numerous players, numerous agents, and family members of players as well have said this from multiple guys, that he just doesn't build a good relationship with his players. It's not a family like what David Griffin is doing. And to hear a former player like this completely blast him while surprising kind of matches up with a lot of the things I've heard behind the scenes. Um, backstabbing, not being up front and straight with guys, things like that, not kind of staying true to his word. Now, you know, you can look at a situation like DeMarcus Cousins, where, of course, Demps had to pull the Supermax offer, or the max offer that they, it wasn't a Supermax, the offer they were going to give him after that injury. 100% you have to do that. Um, but at the same time, Ooh, this is still pretty bad for someone who's really well-liked around the league for Kendrick Perkins to say this. Now, while he's on this podcast, the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast, he does get some things wrong, saying, yeah, Dell Demps was leaking all this stuff with the Lakers negotiations, when we know that's not the case, particularly when you look at the leaky-ass ship that is the Los Angeles Lakers right now, the thing that looks like it's sinking. And so take what he says with a grain of salt, but for one guy to come out firing like this is... Interesting. Look at, I think what you want to look at with this is the history of players who were injured with this team and then kind of what happened with them after that. You know, he suffered a pretty decent injury, a pectoral injury here in New Orleans and didn't really do much else with the team after that. And maybe they said they were going to bring him back or do something else with him and it just never materialized. Maybe that's one of the reasons why he thinks Dell Demps is a liar, but clearly he feels very wronged. And it's probably just another reason why you want to have seen the Pelicans move on from him and all of the mistakes and everything that Dell Demps made doesn't even need to factor into this. It was just a guy who clearly did not build great relationships internally with everybody. And it's kind of caused some friction in the front office and with the team and the players and all of that before. So to hear Perkins say this, not a huge surprise. The fact that he spoke very highly of Griffin, wonderful. Love it. That's what you want to hear. So at least, you know, we're on the new onto the new chapter and we can be happy going forward. And I don't think this is going to happen anymore. So the All-NBA teams were released yesterday. We're going to talk about those coming up. But today's show is also brought to you by Untuck It. Dads come in all kinds of shapes and sizes, and so should their shirts. Like tall, short, slim, relaxed. Ever wonder why your father's button-ups look so long and baggy at the end of the day? It can be hard for guys to pull off a casual, untucked look that isn't sloppy. And that's where Untuck It comes in. Untuck It is the solution that fits just right. Their shirts are specifically designed to look great untucked and feel comfortable at work or on the weekend. No tucking or tailoring required. Go to untuckit.com and use the promo code NBA for 20% off. That's untuckit.com and the promo code is NBA. So the all NBA teams were announced yesterday and it is devoid of Pelicans on the first, second, or third team. No Anthony Davis showing up on there, just like he wasn't really factored into the all defensive awards, which we talked about the other day where Drew Holiday finished on the second team. So not ideal because you want to get these guys on there. However, they did receive some votes for it. And let's take a quick look at that before breaking down some of the other interesting things that come out from these all NBA teams. 
Actually, before that, let's take just a quick look at who made the first team. It was Giannis, James Harden, Steph Curry, Paul George, Nikola Jokic. Don't really have any uh, issues with that. Maybe you don't put Paul George on the first team because after the middle of February, he played pretty poorly. On the second team, you had Joel Embiid at the center spot, Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving. No real issues there whatsoever. Third team is where things start to get interesting. You have Blake Griffin, LeBron James, Rudy Gobert. This is the first time since 2007 that LeBron James was not on the first team All-NBA. Uh, that is a 12-year span. It is unbelievable. Russell Westbrook is one of the guards, which some people have issues with. We'll talk about in a second. And then Kemble Walker. Notable people not receiving or not making it on the team. Bradley Beal and Clay Thompson. They just miss out on the Supermax criteria. Not getting on to any of the All-NBA teams costs each of them a potential $31 million on their next contract because they don't meet the criteria for the All-NBA squad. Really good if you're the Wizards and having to figure out what to do with Bradley Beal. Um, and Clay Thompson, just it sucks. He had a quick interview after, and he was informed he didn't make it, and you could just kind of see in his eyes $31 million evaporate. Also, he seemed pretty upset that people didn't want to like recognize how good he is on that team. The other interesting thing here is the other players receiving votes. In the guard category, Drew Holiday received one vote for third team All-NBA. That's actually awesome. And we looked at it yesterday. For Holiday to make the All-Defensive team with a team that won 33 games and finished 23rd in defense, it is impressive to get on there. It, it truly is. This Pelicans team had 33 wins and was just bad. It was an abysmal year. A lot of it are circumstances outside of Drew's control. AD kind of quitting on the team and just not being himself. Other injuries, things like that. Um, his season ending early, you know, taking him out of consideration for a lot of things. But the fact that he got one vote shows that he's got a reputation league-wide that is very good. Some people are going to be upset maybe with the inclusion of... Um, as I blank on it. Russell Westbrook. There we go. How could we forget about him um, being on there? But he made the third team. And you could argue that Holiday maybe had a better overall season with him. Russell Westbrook was largely inefficient this year. His defense is not good. Um, he, he did not shoot well whatsoever. But this is a guy who also averaged something like 24 points, 22 points, whatever it was, and a triple-double. So 22, 10, and 10. And was the starting point guard on a team that won 49 games. There's a big difference between his impact and Drew Holiday's impact on their respective teams. Again, a lot of these are due to circumstances too. Maybe better teammates for Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Stephen Adams, and the like. Just a better front office, maybe better coaching. Who knows? Depends how you feel about Billy Donovan. But the fact is, Russell Westbrook's the starting point guard who averaged a triple-double on a 49-win team. Drew Holiday is a guy who did not average a triple-double on a 33-win team. It's going to be tough for Holiday to get in on there. Like, it just simply, simply is, um, whether that's fair or not. But the fact that he got a vote really does mean something. Um, in terms of others also receiving votes, Anthony Davis received just one All-NBA vote in the center category for the third team. So he and Drew Holiday have the same amount of votes and points for the All-NBA teams this year. Both of these things are deserved. 
deserved in a good way for Drew Holiday, deserved in a bad way for Anthony Davis. AD is always on these things. He's already super max eligible and did not even need to make it this year to be able to still qualify for that contract. And this shows you how poorly he played and how, you know, much it was known around the league that he played poorly, and this is deserved. Yeah, he's good enough that he should get some votes, at least one vote for the third team, but no more than that. And it's nice to see people around the league kind of take note about the shit season that he had, partially derailed by himself. But as we said, he left us wanting more all year long, and you just did not feel like his heart was into it. So he doesn't cost himself any potential money if he were to stay here in New Orleans. He doesn't earn the same type of contract, the Supermax, anywhere other than New Orleans, and he's eligible for it this offseason. But we'll see. Uh, But this is deserved both for Holiday and Anthony Davis in a good way for Holiday in a bad way for Anthony Davis. And for millionaires who make a lot of money and are beloved worldwide, you've got to feel a little bit bad for Bradley Beal and Clay Thompson with that shaking out the way that it did. Um, so those are that's the update on the All-NBA teams. Nikola Jokic, by the way, first-team center. Tons of sense there. He led that Denver Nuggets team. He was really good. Giannis made it, by the way, as a unanimous selection for the first team. Same with James Harden. Curry came kind of close. Uh, But overall, don't really have many complaints about how these all shook out. Um, Makes a lot of sense. Nice to see Holiday get the recognition that he deserves. So we're about to talk about Clutch Sports and Zion Williamson. Before we do that, though, today's show is also brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. So there's some rumors floating around out there because Zion Williamson hasn't chosen an agent yet. And it first started with maybe he'll go back to college because he doesn't have an agent. We know that's not going to be the case. But now it could be, does he sign with Clutch Sports? LeBron James was out at Duke watching a game of his in college this past season. So maybe there's some connection there. And it could be the case. I'm sure they're interviewing a number of candidates to be his agent. He hasn't chosen one yet. But Clutch Sports could be one. And you saw what happened with them and Anthony Davis this year. And there's some kind of clear motivation to get AD to the Lakers. A lot of people think it was Clutch trying to direct Anthony Davis to the Lakers. But certainly, they do act in the best interest of their clients. Otherwise, they wouldn't be repping those guys because those guys would fire their asses. So it also means that AD wants to go to the Lakers. So if Clutch Sports does end up representing Zion Williamson, and you have to be willing to bet that they are trying, partially because Zion's going to get some sort of shoe deal that is going to be absolutely insane. And you want to try and get some of the money involved with that too. That if he does end up being repped by Clutch, it's okay. You know, you can't really force guys out while they're on those rookie contracts and they need to kind of honor that um, and play for that. And even then, they're kind of foolish if they give up the money um, that comes with that second deal that you sign with the original team that drafted you or do you play for one year under that qualifying offer to then be an unrestricted free agent after. It doesn't, we know how it goes. Almost no one in the history of the NBA has declined that qualifying offer or taken that qualifying offer. So it seems like Zion will be here for somewhere between seven to eight years and I think that's safe to say even if clutch represents him largely in these things you don't need an agent you just get kind of what's you're slotted for like Zion's going to get 120 percent of the the slot for the number one overall pick it's really that simple um so I think it's okay if 
Um, you see him kind of sign with Clutch. You know, they can't get him to L.A. even if he wants to go there or the Knicks if that's where he wants to go. And I think part of the meeting that David Griffin's going to have with Anthony Davis and Rich Paul and everyone there is to make sure that they do have a good working relationship. And if you do see AD get traded to the Lakers, maybe that has something to do with that. Maybe it's to keep a good working relationship with Clutch Sports in because building relationships with agents, having good relationships with agents is a really important thing. Um, we've seen it with DeMarcus Cousins and his agent and some of the moves that the Pelicans have done um, with Terrence Jones in the past, releasing him um, and, you know, doing a few other moves like that. So keep that in mind that if he does sign with Clutch, it's not the end of the world. AD is in a relative position of leverage. Zion Williamson wouldn't be. So I don't think there's anything to worry if that's the case. Also, he might not end up choosing them. Who knows? We'll see. It's one of those things you can't really control, and whatever happens, happens. And you just got to trust David Griffin to make it work, and the fact that he does have a good relationship with Rich Paul and with Clutch Sports should make you feel pretty good that this won't be an issue going forward. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. Plan for next week. No podcast on Monday. It's a holiday. Go do something else um, unless some news breaks and then we'll figure it out. But we'll, let's wait and see. Um, so no podcast on Monday unless we need an emergency one. Then we're going to start looking at trade partners, the Knicks, the Lakers, Boston, um, the Clippers, the other dark horses that could kind of come out of the woodwork too. We're going to take a look at all of that. And then the week after that, I'll try and bring on the hosts of the Locked On, whatever show it is, to really dive in a little bit deeper. So we'll give you some more insight on what those guys who cover the team on a daily basis think about some of these moves, some of these players, and give you insight you're not going to get anywhere else. So that's kind of the plan for the next two weeks as we lead up to the draft. Um, but news can change that, but just keep that in mind. So thank you all for listening. Don't forget, today's podcast brought to you by Hotels.com, Grip 6 Belts, and Untuck It. And of course, download the Himalaya podcast app and subscribe to Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all on Tuesday.